Hello there, everybody, and welcome to Frozen Frontier. Ryan, how are you doing? Hello, everyone. I guess there's our lovely viewers, but mm -hmm. just me here on the player side of the table today. Yes. I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, for those that want more witty banter, we've been doing a little pre-show thing. So mm -hmm. if you're watching this on YouTube, come on, check out the Twitch channel sometime. Mm -hmm. If you're in ch Twitch chat, you're probably already sick of us. So let's just... Uh, let's, uh... Play some D and D, or yeah. not some D and D. You want to you want to tell us what we're what we're doing today? <laughs> I, I do. I would like to tell you very much. So we were not able to play with the full complement of characters today. Someone was unable to make it. So Someone. So rather than canceling no. the whole show, we're going to continue with the series of flashbacks. So anytime someone can't make a show, unless it's me, um, we will do like a look at one character in the past and see kind of how they became who they are. We already did a flashback for Ferris and kind of started to figure out why he's such a mean, cold, cold-hearted person. Um, so today we're going to take a little bit closer look at Grimes. Or what was your, your birth name, Grimes? Uh, Grimes' given name is, um, is Marion, after his, after his ma. Uh, well, oh, he goes by Mari. Mari. Little Mari. Okay. And um, yeah. So I was actually about to ask you what is your mother's name? But it's Marion. Yes, Marion. She died in childbirth. I am the one and only son. And your father's and name I, is I hadn't come up with one. Let's you can name gonna... him if you want, or I can just no, I'd love you to name him. Generic chimney sweep name. Um let's go with Dick. Richard. Richard or Dick? Which one? Uh, he goes by Dick, but Richard. Okay. Maybe and Ditchard. Dickard. Ditchard. Dickard. How, about, how about Ditchard? We'll go with Ditchard, nicknamed Dick. <laughs> Ditchard. Dick. All right. Uh, and you live in... Uh, Wickthron Renta, the capital of Drekus. I think we probably don't live in the city proper. I'm guessing we've got like a shack on the outskirts of town or something um i mean there so are slums and all sorts of places in the city where you could live if you want to live outside of town that's fine but i want to make sure you know you can live in the town in the city proper um we can think about that uh can we get a map of drekus is that is that within our our powers to throw down um, for a different uh yes roll 20 screen just to set the scene yes. maybe not maybe not necessarily right this second but at some point i'm, I'm i'll work on probably it definitely want that. Um, uh so, so D ditchard is a chimney sweep in Wickthron renta hmm. um, so i we're we're pretty poor commoners so I, I either slums in the city itself or i i was i was thinking it would be like in the outside of town maybe even outside of the city walls like in the foothills of the mountains. Hmm, okay. I guess there are probably slums in the city. Definitely. But I think I'll I think I'll go with my my intuition. So we've got to like trek a couple of miles into the city okay. for work. And that also, you know, puts puts young Grimes growing up uh, in the foothills of Wicklando, the the great peak of Drekus. Okay. So so a little mix of city life with some outdoorsing, roughing it. 
I'm bringing up your map right now. Yeah. Boom. There is half of Drekus. Yeah, the only pro- I think we'll probably play the entire episode inside uh, inside the city. I think so, too. I don't think we'll be adventuring outside of the city at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is great. Yeah. Just get rid of things. Make a little... Yeah. So I don't know exactly when we'll pick up, but I don't know that Grimes actually knows his exact birth date, his exact age. We'll probably pick up with the... Yeah, he's a, he's a commoner. He was probably born in, in this You're born in shack. the spring one year. I'm not sure yeah. how long ago it was. or Maybe not even sure how many years it's been, but he'll he's a... I have an adoles- uncle like that. Adolescent. You do? Yeah. <laughs> in the same age? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he grew up in uh, Iraq during the... During... Um, oh, okay. What's his this name? Is, yeah. yeah, it's my... Uh, yeah, so he he has no idea how old he is. You know, he's roughly within like three or four years, and he knows he was born in the springtime. But yeah. uh, who really knows? Who really cares? It didn't matter back then. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Aaron's family is like that. That yeah, because mm-hmm. in China these records are not all that important. So they'll know like their zodiac signs and like the uh, season they were born in. Uh huh. But like the particular date is not really relevant. So when they do like transfer over these. Western countries, a lot of times they'll just have to be like, you know, make up a fig- birthday, figure some, yeah, make up a particular date that fits in with the <laughs> whatever records they have of the season mm-hmm. they were born in. Mm-hmm. So, something like that, we'll be picking up with Grimes as an adolescent. So, probably somewhere around 12 or 13, doesn't exactly matter. Still right. a kid, but grown up. Okay. And I think at this point, uh, Good old Ditchard is, uh, is his health is failing him. He, decades of working as a chimney sweep for the nobles in Withdrawn Renta has taken its toll on his lungs. He's got the black lung. Do they know and, uh, it's the black lung, or and related to his chimney sweeping, or is it just like he's sick? Um, I think they would. I mean, if he's coughing up soot and chunks of lung, I don't know that they would like have the. I don't know the reasoning, the causal link between. Maybe they would, right? Did... Tell me. Is uh, I think that I think it's there's like the chimney sweep illness that everyone gets. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can call it the black lung, but mm-hmm. no, but it's not. People aren't sure what it's related to. You know, because yeah. not everybody gets it. Some people are chimney sweeps their whole life and don't develop it. Um, and sometimes people who and, aren't chimney sweeps develop it. Like sometimes coal miners will get it too. And there's this mm-hmm. confusion as to what the and the, the root yeah. of the illness is. So we can call it the black lung because when dead, when people who are uh, who with this disease die and they're opened up, you can see black lungs. But I don't think there's it's necessarily lot, related of, to the job. Yeah, there's a lot of coughing and coughing up chunks of soot and stuff yeah but i think the bigger link is that the all these people are poor right coal miners yeah uh, i think you know, generally the city limits illness to... is associated with the poor you know it's kind of yeah. like you're you're poor and so therefore you are like immoral and wrong and the gods <laughs> punish you for your wrong ways by striking you down with disease look how us wealthy people never get sick mm-hmm. sort of things <laughs> oh wow 
Yeah. So, yeah. So, Poppy's still around, but I think Grimes is not Grimes. Not yet. Mari is uh, picking up the slack a little bit more, following in the family business. Okay. Uh, so, you have a few things I want to get out of the way first. Yeah, is there any more background stuff on young Mari we want to we hear? Hmm. Everything makes sense in my head, and then somewhere between brain and mouth, it gets <laughs> uh, jumbled up a little bit. Yeah. No, this should be fine. I think we're good to go. Actually. I do. We'll we'll see if I can muster up uh, an appropriate accent. I'm thinking just like a god awful British Cockney accent or something like that. I don't, I don't know if I'll be able to do it, but wow, we'll, we'll okay. see what happens. Pretty excited excited for that. Um, I had one more thing that I wanted to do before we get started. So yeah, this is Charles this. has got it. I got the black lung, mummy. Pip pip cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. That's that's we'll see, it. We'll see if I can keep that up. Okay, I just have one uh, video asset I need to resize to be a video. We have videos. There's no, no, no overlay asset mm-hmm. that was updated and then never quite got updated the way that it needed to be. Perfect. This goes here. Then goes. Okay, we'll do it later. Doesn't matter. Uh, so, Grimes, it is a busy morning in Wickthron Rorenta. Uh, this is your home. This is where you've lived your whole life. Granted, you've lived on the outskirts of town. Uh, when we say outskirts, do we mean the southern outskirts? The northern outskirts? What? Uh, southwest. I think the foothills of Wick Lambdo. So. If you, yeah. So I think probably a couple miles out of ta- out of the city limits, southwest. Maybe okay. still. Excellent. Should I ping or draw uh, a little no? Doodle? No, that's fine. It's just technical problems. Like I, I mean, I think it's. I mean, like on the map, it's basically like touching the castle itself, right? Right. But I think in reality, that's probably a good couple of miles outside of the walls. So there's probably some community of commoners that live up there. I bet Mm -hmm. most of them don't work in the city, but I'm thinking uh, my loving father probably figured this would be a better place to raise a kid than in the city itself. Like, even if we're going to be poor, at least I'll be At least I'll be outside of the city. Yeah, outside of the city and all the you don't mind commuting for work? <clears throat> yeah, so I, I mean, I, I don't know what time of day we're picking up in, but I it probably just just spent an hour or so mm-hmm. just after dawn walking from our little shack to the to the capital. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know that we'll get to any of this, but I mean, living in those foothills, I, mean, I think on our off days and stuff, there may have been climbs and treks, you know, up the mountains and wandering around mm-hmm. um random tangent maybe this isn't quite the time to ask but uh are there kobolds that live in the forest around here Ooh, 
There are kobolds in this region. It's gonna take me just okay. uh, a minute to dig up where they live because I don't remember their exact locations. Yeah, bit of, uh, bit of a non sequitur, but uh, I, I'm kind of curious. Uh... Let's take a look. Opening up our full map of the region. Which is going to take a little while because it's a big ass file. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about your chimney sweep job while I open this stuff up. Um, for those yeah. that may not know what a chimney sweep is, uh, can you enlighten us on this a little bit? Yeah, a chimney sweep. I mean, it's basically someone that if you were a noble family, you hire to come in and crawl around in your in your chimneys and clean them out. Uh, so. I mean, these these days are before electric or gas heating, right? So you're heating mm-hmm. your house with a with a stove of some kind and like a network of chimneys. And if you've got a big manor house, there's probably all sorts of uh, winding chimneys or whatever that heat the whole place. And mm-hmm. of course, you're not going to crawl around in that. And maybe you could have your own servants do it, but it's probably a, it's a somewhat a challenging job. Yeah, yeah, right. It takes. I mean, yeah someone who can climb onto the roof and get down in there. Yeah. So, so um, with regard and my, to your yeah. question on uh, kobolds, there are kobolds. Okay. I'm going to put in yellow the region in which kobolds tend to, to live. Oh, this is not the right way to... Oh, dear God, what have I done? <laughs> oh, it's like on top of... Know that is. Oh God! Stop! Stop doing things, Neil. <laughs> stop ruining it. I don't know there that we go. need extreme um, detail, but such things may. Uh... No, it's this area on in the pocket. Okay, that is where kobolds live. It's probably mostly north of the river, but uh, it's right. There are also okay. some other interesting threats in this area too. Yeah, are there any um, gnolls in there these woods? There are orcs that live orcs. just along the riverside, kind of between Wickthron Renta and Fenden. Actually, mm-hmm. they sometimes come as far down south as the mountain itself. Mm-hmm. So they patrol that area over there. Um, on the other side of the river, this large area between you and the Nerid Lake, is, and kind of south of the Odilla River is uh, goblin territory over here. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other monstrous creatures, but they're not within striking distance of Wickthron or Renta. Like, there are gnolls, but they live far to the north mm-hmm. and far to the west, I believe. Um, How and there curious. are hobgoblins, and they live to the east. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of monsters around, but mm-hmm. they're not necessarily right next to the town or the city. You just have to worry about kobolds, no, uh, kobolds, orcs, and goblins. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, no gnolls in uh, the foothills of Lucklando. Curious. Curious okay. indeed. So, um, yeah, so father was a chimney sweep. I don't know how many generations back, but he probably has a clientele of, I, I'm thinking like nobles in the city that he's been working with for a while. And I think now I'm, as I'm growing up and his health is failing, I'm starting mm-hmm. to pick up some of those. So I don't know if we even come into the city every day. Um, just when there's work, we'll track a couple miles in, make the right. rounds of the, the noble houses. and uh, No need to come into the city if there's no work. 
Uh, okay, fine, it's fine, it's fine. Apparently, so, chimney sweeps get scrotal cancer, according to chat. I wouldn't I, listen I to them. <laughs> Let's not worry about that. All right, all right. Uh, so your dad's been sick, mm -hmm. and you live outside of town. Do you have many friends in the area? Um, I don't know if so much in the city. I think I think we live in like a. a not a not even like a not even a village or a, like a slum i don't even there's it's not like a village or a hamlet where there's it's just a collection of shacks basically down by the river of, north of town yeah yeah south probably of town. in the yeah in the foothills actually if it's by the river like southwest of town um most of them are probably like hillbilly types um mm. we're probably the exception and that we like will work in the city and blah 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 but we still live out here in the out here on the outskirts of the rednecks. Right, right. Um, so one day, it's a, a nice peaceful morning with your paw. Uh, there comes a, a knocking at the door and your dad, Dickard, also known as Dick. Ditchard. Ditchard. Mm -hmm. um, I should put an extra letter in there. Ditchard uh, goes to answer the door and he opens it and then immediately like closes it most of the way while giving a look over his shoulder at you in kind of like a, a worrying expression. What is it, Pa? Not now, Mary. Hold on. And then you can hear his voice drop uh, like 20 decibels to the point where can you can I, barely hear what he's saying. Can I roll an eavesdrop check? Um, <laughs> why don't we just have you roll a perception check? I don't think you're quite at the eavesdrop point in your career. Sure. 24, nice. So you can kind of overhear his part of the conversation. Uh, you can't hear the people outside, but you hear your father saying, I've told you for the last time, not involved in this. Go away, I don't want any trouble. No, my son is here, get lost. <sighs> I mean, I have like a window that I can peek out. Sure. Yeah, so I think um, that maybe like a shutter I can open on the side of the shack, poke my head out and try and get a look at who these people are as they're walking away like before my father turns around. There is a pair of people. Um, it's two men. Mm -hmm. One of them is a little on the larger side. He's maybe like 6'1", 230 pounds. Uh, he's strong, but he's also just like a big guy. Like, you know, he's not like ripped, burly, showing off muscles. He's like, um, uh, like a, the difference between a strongman build and a bodybuilder build. You know, he's got like serious muscle, but he's also just got like weight covering it because he's not, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? He's like mm -hmm. a big, intimidating looking guy. And the other person's a little bit on the shorter side, maybe like five, six, he's got a wiry frame, like a, a thin kind of pencil mustache that he rolls up at the end. Um, and he's wearing slightly nicer clothes. Not like actual nice, but the sort of like faux nice. You know what I mean? Sure. I think like a, a, like a wannabe professor. Mari oogles for a second. Because um, these are not the types we typically see out here in the... Can we Def can, can you think of any a name for our, these these hovels could, out here? Yeah, out here in the hills. Uh, uh, I think you live in landslide or rock slide. I like rock slide. Rock slide. slide. Yeah. Yeah. 
at the base of the mountain because every now and then, you know, yeah. rocks come tumbling down and a shack gets crushed and people die. Yeah, especially after a heavy rain. We're like right here along the banks of the river, which is convenient most of the time. Like we can get water right. and water our crappy little patches of beans. But when there's a heavy rainfall, rocks come tumbling the river down. floods and the, yeah, the rocks come tumbling down. All right, so after I think I only get to stare for a second, and then I like shut the door and jump back inside, like because I probably yeah. caught them as they were walking away. Yeah, your dad shuts the and door. He kind of looks back to you with a, a sort of sadness What's... in his eyes. What's that all about, Paul? Just people looking for trouble. You know how they are. Come on, we got to go into the city today. I know it's our. We don't have any work, but I got to go see that apothecary. And he proceeds to cough. And a little bit of, a few flecks of blood show up on his hand. Just, just little ones. Um, I like approach him and like pat him, pat a problem on the back. Like, he, he shrugs it off. I'll, I'll be fine. Come on, get get your stuff, Mary. Should I bring the the tools? Like gesture. We've got like our mm-hmm. sweeping gear. I don't I don't know what it all entails. Probably like a pole with a brush on the end and like a bag of all sorts of other little scrubbers and. Well, it it never hurts to advertise our work. Sure, bring it along. We probably won't use it, but maybe maybe we can get a job. All right, so I pick up the bag and, like, the big sweet pole. Uh, I pull on my little chimney sweeps cap or whatever. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Gotta look up a picture of a chimney sweep cap now. Interesting. I don't know if chimney sweeps have I'm thinking like one of those little, like, newsy hats. Oh, newsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This chimney sweep cap is not thing. Yeah, but I guess it's... Oh, look at the kid with the missing teeth and the cute little hat. <laughs> He's gonna die of the black lung. How adorable! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah. Alright. Uh, so so you, I, you gather your I, uh, supplies I grab the together. equipment and follow after my father. Okay. Uh, he and you head into the city to this apothecary you've been visiting. Uh, are the, are get... the, the city is walled, right? I, the yes. whole city? Yes, it is. Are the gates open, closed, the, typically? During the day, the gates are open, but there are still guards mm-hmm. at the gates who ask about people. You know, mm-hmm. If you're entering the city, they want to know who you are and what you're doing and what your business yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something you go through every day you come into the city. And it's become such so much so routine that kind of like the blandness and the boredness that you speak to the guards is more than enough to for them to recognize that you're coming in here commonly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. They, they look yeah. at you. They ask what your business is, and your dad goes, "Well, we're the chimney sweeps. We come in." They're like, "All right, fuck. I, I get you. I get you." Right. Yeah. They probably it's probably the same guards and the same chimney sweep for decades, but they still go through the motions. Yeah, give us a little shit just 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 to remind us the social order. Definitely, and they they got to do their job. This is the capital after all, and spies are abundant. Um, so they they got to do their work. Um, who is the apothecary that you have been visiting? I have no idea. I don't think Mari would have any. Inkling of how to find an apothecary. Would my father have? Uh, yeah, I think known he who to visited him, her a few times before. Okay. Um, I'm just going to call her Juliet. All uh, right. Um, 
So your father takes you all the way down to the apothecary study. I have a track for this too. Oh, wow. My shit, it'd be playing already. There we go. The apothecary study is a dark place. Not like thematically dark, maybe a little, but just visually dark. Uh, there's all yeah, these weird the samples that need to be kept out of the light, and so there's it's a, a pretty dimly lit place. There's like a, a single lantern in a back corner that has like a, a paper um, fence around it or a paper screen around it to kind of dim the light a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's all these little baubles yeah. on these shelves of these weird chemical reactions. There's a small candle sitting under a beaker of something that is slowly boiling. Um, the apothecary has a, a bench with another little candle on it, but a, a nice shield to block the light from coming into the rest of the room. But, you know, it bounces off the shield and illuminates her face, which you can see from the door as you walk in. Right. Uh, so I'll leave, like, the chimney sweep stuff probably on the front porch. Do I... <laughs> Do I come in? Does my father gesture me to come in with oh, him? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's bringing yeah. you in with him. Is yeah. this the first time you've come in? Is it the first time he's letting you in, or is this, like, a common thing for you? Um, has he been seeing this apothecary? I think maybe this can be the first time I'm meeting this apothecary. Maybe right. he comes to see her by himself frequently. Yeah, maybe. a few times, for sure. Maybe there's a little more going on there. I don't know if reciprocated, but maybe pause crushing on the apothecary or maybe he's been he's been visit, visiting her surreptitiously for a while and for whatever reason I'm coming along this time. Yeah, I mean you've heard tales of the apothecary, you know, the, the woman with the medicine that can heal him and he talks with her with a almost reverence or there's some there there's a way that he talks about her that maybe makes little Grimes, little Mary go, what's going on here? Mom's dead. There's no <laughs> new mom. <laughs> All right. Um, but I think Grimes follows in uh, wide-eyed with wonder at the at this apothecary shop. Yeah. Your father Size. puts his hand on your shoulder as the two of you walk in. Um, I think I take off my little cap and hold it in hand as I look at the look at the marvels on the shelves. He walks up to the counter with you and. Says, <clears throat> Juliet, it's, it's Ditchard again. I was wondering, do you do you have any more of that remedy for the black lung? Uh, the cough is getting worse. And without even looking up from whatever she's doing, you can hear her say, well, do you have the money this time? These things aren't cheap, you know. And it pulls you a little bit tighter and is like, I, I brought my son. We're, we, we've got most of the money, but we're just a little short. Maybe maybe you could just give it to me now, and I'll, I'll, I'm good for it. I'll, I'll pay you. Promise. Gr I think Gr uh, Mari on cue, like, eyes wide, looks up at the woman. Like, please, miss. My paw's, my paw's right sick. He's, he's, been, he's been coughing up blood. She finally looks up what she, from what she's doing and sees you, gives kind of a sigh. Dirty trick, you know. Yeah. Um, and then leans over and you can hear drawers moving. And what she is... pulls out a, a vial. It's maybe, 
this tall uh, and fairly thin around. It has this uh, bluish green liquid in it. You can't quite tell if it's blue. It looks blue in this light and then she's like moving it and it looks green and maybe it's changing colors. Maybe it's just the poor lighting in the area, but there seems to be multiple hues within the fluid. I think Shark gasp from Grimes as he, Mari, <laughs> as he like leans forward on the counter to get a closer look up. Is that a potion? She ignores you, uh, hands it to your father who rummages around in his little coin purse and pulls out the silver and copper coins he has, sets them on the table, and then it reaches into what you know to be the secret pocket in his vest where he keeps the real money and pulls out a single gold coin, um, looking longingly at it before he sets it down on the table. Uh, she unceremoniously scoops all the coins into like a like a drawer and shuts it. Looks back at at Ditchard and says, I "Expect the rest of your payment within the week." He nods. The rest. Her. But that was a gold. Come on now, son. Let's see if we can't find some more work. Uh, leads you by the shoulder back out of the shop, turning and thanking Juliet one more time before he leaves. Yeah. Mari, like, head craned over his shoulder, watching Juliet as they uh, as they leave the leafer shop. You get back out into the proper city, uh, and your father kind of looks at you... With the with those eyes that say, "Oh my God, what am I gonna do for my son now?" Oh no! Yeah. Here, let's do it. Ready? <laughs> One, two, two three. Is that that's, the dog? Yeah, that's that's Georgia. Georgia? Yeah. 12 out of 10. 12 out of Best 10. Dog. Good dog. <laughs> um, so you're back in the city. You've left the apothecary. Uh, and your, your dad looks at you and goes, well, son, do you think we should, as long as we're here, let's see if we can't find some new clients. Uh, Looks down the street, you know. Well, you want to take this street and knock on some doors, and I'll take the next one and see if we can't find some work. Right out, Pa. Okay. I I think I take the equipment with me. Sure. And uh, yeah, head down the street. All right. You guys split up. Now uh, you'll meet around on the other end of the block. And. Um, you, you make it past a few doors, which there's no response at, when a couple of men stop you in the street. You mm -hmm. recognize them as the same men that were at your door earlier today. Um, so we're in the, like, noble part of town, I assume, right? It's like at least upper middle class-ish. Like, I don't think poor, poor people don't hire chimney sweeps, do they? Right, right. So you're in the, the part of the town that people can afford chimney sweeps. Yeah. Which that's is where the apothecary where the... sets up shop. Okay. Um, am I at a door or just, like, walking down the street? No, you're, you're like, left one door, you're coming back out into the street because there's, like, a little walkway um, when the two gentlemen that you saw earlier 
are just like around the corner that you step onto the main street and standing there blocking your view. So they, they've approached me. It's not like mm-hmm. I spot them far off. Right. I uh, look up at these men, just, just the two of them. Yep. Oi. That You're the blokes that came to visit my pa this morning. The slender man, slender gentleman, nods and goes, Atta boy. The name's Jimmy. And he outstretches a hand towards you. Jimmy? He looks Mari. at you expectantly, like, take my hand, kid. <laughs> um, yeah, I, like, put down the, or, like, lean the, the, the sweep into the into the road and, like, loop a hand over it and take his... Call me Mari. Well, Mari, Who's he the... says, kind of, like, half squatting down and taking off his hat. I hear your your father's getting real sick. Did, did we just see you coming out of that there apothecary? What's the ugly one's name? And I like nod to the to the big guy behind him. <laughs> You're a cheeky little fella. This here is Sanders. Sanders, say hello to the kid. Sanders goes. <clears throat> Look at him with narrowed eyes. What business is it to you who see the apothecary? My, you have a little bit of attitude on you, don't you? Well, we're old friends of your father's, and uh, well, we're. He ain't never mentioned you. Well, your father hasn't mentioned a lot of things to you, but you're young yet. Some of these things you'll learn in time. We're just mighty worried about him, as old friends often are. Uh, We've been trying to help him out, but your father, he's a proud man. He won't take any charity. You know how he is. But uh, maybe he digs into his robes and pulls out uh, a pair of silver coins. Maybe you can take these? Help pay for the, the medicine you need. You got a chimney? No, I don't. Consider this a, a, a favor from an old friend. Mari reaches out to take the coins. What's catch? No catch, son. No catch. Just want to see your paw doing well. I look intently at the, at the man, Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I try to read him and see if I can gauge any catch, but uh, I don't know if any. All right. Well, have a a blessed day, Marion. Come on, Sanders. We I said my name do. is Mari. I've sna- I've taken the coins. I assume, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. How do you know? How do you know my... Told you, we're old friends of your father. We knew your mother before she passed away. Come on, Sanders. We got work to do. Wait. Wait, you knew my ma? I go, like, jogging after them, maybe? Uh, they they don't stop walking. You can follow yeah, along. Yeah, so I, like, go jogging after them. Wait, wait, you, you knew my ma? Of course I did. Lovely lady, too. What What, what was she like? Well, she was tall, slender. Hmm. She was a. She was something to behold, you know? Too good for your father, if you ask me. She was the apple of everybody's eye. 
All the boys were into her, but she only had eyes for Ditchard. Right, shame, that one. Where are they heading towards? Uh, they're just like heading down the street somewhere. You know, it's a big city. All the roads go everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so you, your father. I think I. Yeah, I think I follow. Yeah, I follow along wherever they're going for now. Like it didn't seem like I was getting any work. Your your father uh, doesn't talk about your mother very much, does he? Shake my head. Did. Did uh did you live in a uh, in Rockslide? <laughs> no, no. This is back before your father lived in Rockslide, when he lived here, with the rest of his family. He ain't mentioned no family. He stops in the the street, looks to you, and goes. But you know the family, right? Uh, like I said, he ain't mentioned no family. Uh, well, he's a changed man these days. His, pats his you on the shoulder. His people are back in Kirschwick, I think. <laughs> ain't, ne ain't never been that far. No. Well, you seem like a good boy. You got a smart head on your shoulders. You have any interest in uh, making a little bit of money? You seem like you're not working too much today. I'm so looking kind of up and down the street for you. Um... I'm looking for work. Yeah. Maybe there's something you can do to earn those silver then, huh? Thought you said you didn't have a chimney. Something else. Uh, he squats down on the road all, all the way this time, reaches into his little vest and pulls out a, a small piece of paper. It's folded over. It's not sealed at all. Um, does, does little Mary know how to read yet? No, yet. Uh, Does Grimes know how to read? Grimes, Grimes doesn't know how to read either. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right, so he hands you this this folded letter and mm -hmm. points to a tavern, kind of like down the street, maybe 60 feet or so, and on the other side. In that building, that tavern, there's a, there's a man with a mohawk, a black mohawk down the middle, nice and fat. I want you to go over there and hand him this note and then he's gonna tell you something and you deliver that message back to me, okay? And for that, he pulls out another two silver. I can give you two more. Real right easy. You gonna be here? I'll be right okay. here. Don't go nowhere. I shrug and go skipping off towards the tavern. Okay. I think this is a good time for us to take our first break, actually. Um, and it's a quick, little quick bit first early, section. yeah. But we're gonna take our break, and we will be back in a few minutes with some more Frozen Frontier. Bye bye. Cheerio. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. So, Grimes, Marion, uh, you head on into the tavern. Yeah. Does the tavern have a name? Or I guess I can't read. But does the tavern have a symbol? Uh, it does. It has a cow's head. Like a just a cow's skull with the horns and everything, hanging from a post. Out front. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. A little ominous. Um, I probably did try to glance at the note as I was walking in, like surreptitiously open it and look. I it's can't like read. Like five it. lines. Mm -hmm. 
no, no pictures or anything. No pictures. A little scribble at the end. Is that a signature or just like a blot of ink? I don't know. Yeah. I fold it back up and enter the tavern. Right. The ox head or whatever it's called. Um, and I look around for a man with a mohawk. Sure enough, there is a middle-aged man with a, a mohawk hanging out at a table where a couple of people are playing games. Uh, card games, that is. The, a rowdy joint that you're in. There are There's someone with an accordion next to a piano and they're playing music. There's a bunch of gambling going on. There's even a couple of people dancing up on a table. Uh, looks like one, uh, one woman with two guys and they're all a little bit drunk and they've all kind of just gotten up on the table and people are cheering them on and like throwing things playfully at them, but they're having a good time. Uh, this is probably the first time you've ever been in a place like this. Yeah, I think I had left my tools either out just outside or just inside the front door. Mm -hmm. And I approached the man with the mohawk. Is it uh, black and thick? Yep. It's uh, fairly wide, shaved on the other sides. Nice, thick, black mohawk. All right. I approach him from the side. You said there's other men at the table? Yes. All right. Um, I, like, slip up beside him and give him a give him a nudge in the side. Boy, mister. He gives a look at you. Scram, kid. I got a, I got a message for you. Huh? I like I like show him the note, but I don't hand it over. And he goes to uh, make a swipe to grab it out of your hand. Can you make me an opposed dex check? Sure. I think uh, Mari is probably not as uh, strong as Grimes, but I think he's fully dexterous. Yeah, maybe even more dexterous as a kid. Yeah. Ooh, but not a good roll. I probably uh, wasn't still better than to his. die for it. Uh, he yeah. makes a, a kind of a half-hearted swipe to grab it. You snatch uh, it away from him. Uh, payment first. Payment? He rummages around and pulls out three <laughs> copper coins and hands them I, over to you. I take the copper and hand him the note. <laughs> he looks at the note a few moments, looks back at you and squints, leans in heavily and says, Who gave you this note? I shrug. You got a response? Was it just the little man, or was the big man with him, too? More information's gonna cost you more than three copper. Fucking piece of <laughs> shit. He pulls out a silver coin and holds it up before you. Uh, it's Jimmy and Sanders. Little man and the ugly one. He hands it to you. All right. Little shit. You got a response? Tell them if they want it, they can come and get it. And he spits on the ground near you and doesn't give you the silver coin. Pockets it. My jaw drops. <clears throat> now get the I'll hell out of here. <clears throat> I grunt and leave. Look back over my shoulder at that punk. Yeah. And, uh, head back out into the street. Right. The sounds of the rowdy tavern fade away. Uh, I grab can... my chimney sweep gear as I head back out in search of Jimmy and Sanders. Uh, they're right where you left them, having <clears throat> a, a chat between the two of them. Ooh, a kite. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Easily distracted. 
Um, I, I, who's flying kites? Is it the deer? I, I suppose the deer. Maybe it's an eagle or a hawk. Mm. Uh, All right. So I approach uh, Jimmy. Say, uh, he says, if you want it, you can come and get it. And then I, oh, and I spit on the ground. Hmm. He spit too. Well then, Sandy, I, I think it's your turn. Uh, good job, kid. You know, if you're ever looking for some extra pay, you just come find old G, uh, old Sanders and I, and uh, we'll we'll see that you get some some money. You're you're a hardworking lad, and your father deserves better than what he got in life. Thought you said you didn't have any chimney. I'm not talking about chimney work, son. I'm talking about real work. Work that puts food on the table, puts medicine in your dad's lungs, or however he takes it. And, uh, you know, real work. Meaningful work. Not just cleaning up after noble folks. Righto. I think I stand there and watch them walk towards the tavern? Or yeah, do they both, they, go, they both or? start to walk, and then Jimmy turns around uh, one more time, kind of gives like a, a half squat to you, so he's at eye level, mm-hmm. and says, you familiar with the uh, Gentleman's Club on the east side of town? Uh, it's called the I Lazy think... Leopard. Is is it actually like a Gentleman's Club? Is it the kind of establishment that we would have cleaned the chimneys of once or twice? No, or is it not definitely as... not. I shake my head slowly. No. Well, but... you will need work. You come find us there, okay? All right. He turns and heads in with the Sanders to the tavern. All right. As soon as they like turn their backs on me, I'm gonna like slip to the side of the bill of the tavern mm-hmm. and try and see if I can find like a back entrance or a window that I can slip in and watch whatever they're about to do. Uh, there's definitely a window that you can look through, but there's like a table right on the other side, and there's people at the table, so you'd have to like crawl onto their table to go in through the window. But you can look in into the the busy bar from yeah. outside. Or is there is there like a kitchen entrance or I, I mean I'll I'll yeah. do a quick run down the alley and see what what my best best quickest bet is to peer in on the whatever's about to happen. Yeah, you can easily push in to the through the kitchen entrance. Okay, so I'll leave my gear out back by the kitchen door and then like slip into the kitchen. You hear like a like, cook yelling at you. What the fuck are you doing in here, kid? Get the hell out! All right, I like scamper on past him. Maybe like dive in. I don't know if there's like shelves or anything somewhere I can like dive through, hide, slip yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. They're they're too busy to worry yeah. about some like kid running through the kitchen. It's fine. He's he's going through whatever. Shouldn't be doing it, but I, I'm not gonna take the time to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, so you I see. Go ahead. Yeah, I enter the tavern from the kitchen entrance, or like maybe if there's like a like a window or whatever where the the orders get shut shoved through. I'll yeah. like pull myself up and peer over the. There's a a pair of saloon doors between the kitchen and the actual tavern itself. Mm -hmm. Um, And they, like, go out into the tavern right next to where the bar is. But you Mm -hmm. can see as you start to peer through the saloon doors, there is a fight breaking out on the floor between Sanders and the man with the mohawk. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, I'll 
I'll find somewhere where I can watch the fight. So whether that's slipping past, like if the saloon doors get some traffic, I'll probably go through them or under them and like find a vantage point inside the tavern to watch the fight break out. Okay. The fight is pretty short-lived. Mm -hmm. uh, Sanders beats the shit out of the man in the bar, mm -hmm. uh, almost to a bloody pulp. No one really seems to bother stopping him. They just kind of get out of the way and let it happen. And when it's done, Jimmy comes over, opens the guy's clothes, pats him down, pulls out uh, a bag of coins, and gives him like a, a reassuring pat on the forehead while he's laid out on the floor. Um, and then Sanders and Jimmy walk away. All right. I, yeah, I think just that I walk out shortly after them, probably out the front door and then mm -hmm. circle around the side of the building to get my stuff. Okay. And I think the rest of that day, I will want anything important. Maybe. Am I able to retrieve, retrieve my gear? Yeah, you get your gear back. And then I think the rest of the day I'll, will be business as usual. I'm going to go through the motions of seeing if anyone needs their chimneys sweeped. Right. Uh, you meet up with your and then meet up with my father, father at the mm -hmm. other end of the block, and mm -hmm. he's looking impatient. He's kind of looking all over for you. When he finally sees you, he comes up to you very sternly and goes, "Where the hell have you been, Mary? What's uh? You're late. What the hell took Mari, you so not long, Mary? Um, Mary. Do you, how much does a uh, how much we normally make for sweeping chimneys on a house? Um, you probably make like four copper. Per chimney, mm -hmm. maybe. No, it's probably like it's probably like two copper per chimney. Okay. So you have to do yeah, yeah. five chimneys in a day to make a silver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, found a job, and I hand him over the three copper. You didn't call me for it. Just a just a one shoot deal. In and out, nice tip. He looks at you. And narrows his eyes and three goes, copper. Well, three copper seems like the right, an appropriate amount to. It right? definitely seems With like an appropriate tip. amount. Yep. <laughs> um, but he's given you that look that your dad gives you when he knows that you're lying. <laughs> Does he, he know doesn't... that I'm lying, or do I know that I'm lying? So I like project that onto his face. I, I do. I don't. I, I it's see, that like, sort it's of just... child-parent interaction, and you're like shit, mm -hmm. shit. But he doesn't say anything. <laughs> mm -hmm. He just claps you on the back and says, "Well." Good boy. Takes your copper and puts it in his pocket. All right. So, uh, that's a half day's worth of work done. What do you say we spend the rest of the day doing something fun? What do you What do you want to do, Mari? Didn't Didn't Juliet say she needs her money by? She needs a lot more than three copper, son. Hmm. I owe her another fifty copper. I know. But if we work real hard this week, we can we can get it done. And the medicine should last for the rest of the month. Uh, so we'll just have to work overtime and real hard to, to make, to get enough food to feed ourselves and to make enough money to get the next batch. He chews his lip a little bit. About time you start taking certain interest in the, the family financials, he says, <coughs> coughing up a little bit more blood and just phlegm. I like rub his back. The medicine I need is is two hundred gold, a uh, two hundred copper, for a month's worth of 
worth of stuff. And do you know that you guys make, on average, about a silver piece a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so 200 copper is like two-thirds of your month's wages. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty steep amount. Yeah. Maybe between the two of you, you guys actually are making like 15 copper a day. Because you can, you know, there's two of you, so you're working a little bit better than just one person. Um, but it's still, it's a, it's a hefty sum that your family just can't afford. Mm, maybe you should uh, head back and get some rest. I'll, I can take uh, that and, I don't know. I don't know the name of, uh, of whatever street and see if there's any uh, any chimneys need sweeping there. Nonsense. I can't have you doing all my work for me. What would people say? They'd say Dick's the sort of guy who has his kid work for him while he stays at home resting. I ain't a kid no more, Pa. Well, I, I suppose... All right. Man's got to be a man at some point in time. Do you just stay out of trouble, you hear? Big city out there. A lot of people want to swindle you one way or another. You keep your head on your shoulders, and you'll do all right. He gives you a, a, a loving but maybe somewhat condescending tussle of your hair. And, tussle of the hat. Yeah. And uh, heads off down the street. Yeah, for the the exit so of I, town. I do head towards whatever uh, whatever block of the no lazy houses. leopard. Mm, no. Not quite yet. Okay. No, I'll I'll go do another uh, walk down whatever street I told them I'd walk down. Sure. And um, see if, uh, yeah, you find a, a couple of jobs. You spend mm-hmm. maybe an hour cleaning chimneys. You get another six copper for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like looking at the six copper. And you're looking at the six copper. Now you're realizing that like you're filthy right now. Uh Yeah, you just did three chimneys and you're just covered in soot. 200 copper? I got six. And I think maybe conveniently I'm like on the side of town with Mm -hmm. the the lazy leopard. And I I all decide to at least uh, have a peek, see if I can at least find the joint. Yeah, you can definitely find the joint. Uh, you walk right on past it. This is slightly... The Lazy Leopard is just over the line of where you would normally bother looking for chimney sweep jobs. It's yeah. just past the, like, pseudo-nice section into the yeah. sort of sleazy side of town. Yeah. I, yeah. If this were a TV show, I think I would have finished doing the street, and then I can see, like, just down the hill, the, mm-hmm. the leopard lounging on a sign, and it's just too, uh, too fortuitous to not... Mm-hmm. Not approach. So I'll walk towards this lazy leopard. Now at least try and see what it's all about. Does it look like a tavern? Um, it sort of looks like a tavern. Uh, it looks like a tavern from the outside, but as you press your I, face to the oh, I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, that's. I, I'm not going to go in quite yet, but I, yeah, I, I will try and get a look inside. Um, you come up to it and you, you see that. There's a window, but there's curtain drawn. There are curtains drawn on the inside. And I, I like from move around, in. see if I can like find a crack in the curtains. Um, give me a perception check. See if you can't wiggle away to get a view inside. Oh, nailed it. Yeah. 
you find not on the main street, but like the little alley that runs between the building and the next one over, there's a, a curtain that's been kind of like left open partially at the bottom. And looking on in, you see, uh, you see there's a, a few women on some tables wearing not very much, dancing around, kind of swinging their hips. Um, there's some Never people seen anyone dance kinda... on a table before, and now it's twice in one day. Yeah, and there are a whole bunch of people sitting around, staring intently, while there's other people at tables off on the sides, talking to one another. It looks like a, a dingy sort of joint. Half the people there are smoking cigarettes, everyone's drinking. Um, it's not super well lit, but that kind of just adds to the allure of the place. Is there anywhere I could get a surreptitious look? Like slip in the back here or? Um, there is a back door down this little mm-hmm. alleyway or a side door maybe. Yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll approach that side door, I think. Okay. Is it locked or? Uh, it's shut, but not locked. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I'll open it a crack and poke my head on in. All right. You give it an open, and there's a man standing on the inside. I, like, I as soon as I realize there's someone there, I'm going to knock, as if I was always intending to knock. Right. Like, as soon as it's obvious that I'm going to be spotted. I'm right. Gonna... Well, it's pretty obvious that this guy is, like, the door guard, because the door yeah, opens, yeah. and then you realize he's there, and you start to give a knock, but he's already making eye contact at you. Yeah. Well, Scram, he... kid! And he just chimneys, pushes, need, chimneys need sweeping. <laughs> he just tells you to scram and shoves the door shut. I I pause a second and then give it another knock. Uh, there's no reply from the side door. Uh, I'm here to see Jimmy. He said uh, he said you might need your chimneys sweeped. The door opens. I give a knock. Yeah, okay. halfway. Mm-hmm. Guy li- looks like out, sizes you up. You leave that stuff outside, and you use the front door like everyone else. I turn to walk away, I guess. Yeah. I, all right. I think I leave the stuff in the alley, mm-hmm. and then circle around the front door. Okay. Uh, you circle around the front door. There's a, a bouncer at the front. He mm-hmm. takes a look at you. You're all covered in dirt and soot. Uh, and he has a bemused look on his face. What do you think you're doing here, son? Is he been, like? Is this before you can even get into the place? Yeah, or? he's standing on the outside. He's the, the outside mm-hmm. bouncer. Uh, I'm here to see Jimmy. What are you doing? Keeping dirt like you out? Look at you. You'll mess up the joint. Go clean yourself off. Coming in here all filthy. What are you, a chimney sweep? (laughs) I give him a wink. Place looks right filthy enough to me. I'll fit right in. And I think I I moved to like slip past him. Um, give me a a charisma check actually. Let's see um, if he, he takes a shine to the young boy or not. It's bass. He gives a, a bit of a chuckle um, and just lets you on in. Perfect. 
So you're walking into this place covered head to toe in soot from your, your few jobs. I think as soon as I'm in the dim dim light of the of the dance hall, the lounging leopard, I don't know that my soot stands out much, does it? Probably or not. Or at least it's concealed by the flickering yeah. light of the place and the smoke. Definitely. Uh, everyone's moving around. The waitresses are dressed in... A, a skimpy uniform, and maybe this is the first time that little Mary, Mari, Mari, Mari is yeah, uh, it keeps calling me Mary. <laughs> it's just yeah, is really getting a look at this side of life in the city. You know, you've raised raised by a single father, so you haven't really been attending these kind of lower end establishments. Even though this is like the upper of the lower end, this is definitely still like you know, a flesh trader's place, one way or another. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a shock, but I think uh, Mari plays it cool, pretends mm-hmm. like he fits in. I think I, like, keep myself hidden. So, like, I, as soon as I walk in, I, like, try and slip into a shadow and, like, eye the place up without being noticed and see if I can locate Jimmy. Yeah. Or Sanders. You see or Jimmy and Sanders hanging out at a table by themselves. Jimmy mm-hmm. talking wildly with his hands. Sanders just sitting there, straight-faced, hand on his cup, but nothing else. Just the two of them? Just the two of them. All right. I slink my way towards them, uh, unseen if possible. But Yeah. It looks like they both have their eyes on something else, and they don't really <laughs> notice you until you're just about at their table, at which mm-hmm. point Jimmy moves his gaze to you and says, Well... Sandy, look what we got here. It's a little Marion. Mari. Mari, right. Here so soon? Mm, I... Soon? You weren't... You weren't expecting me? Not today, but... Hey... No, it's never too early to get started. So, kid, uh, pull up a seat. What's your poison? Poison? Uh, I, like... Keep motions for a, a bar, uh, one of the waitresses, and just holds up two fingers. Um, she comes back a, a few moments later as you're finally getting yourself seated. Yeah, scooted into the, the uh, table. Bench. And a, a drink in a clear glass is set before you with ice cubes in it and everything. This is probably the first time you've ever ha- seen like firsthand ice cubes. You've probably seen them like in other people's houses, but you've never had a chance mm-hmm. to actually interact with ice before. All right, um, look at it. Give it a sniff. Uh, it smells like juniper. I like look over at uh, at Jimmy. Is he drinking he his? Holds his up as if to say cheers and takes a sip. I take a sip. How does a uh, Mari like his first gin and tonic? <laughs> well, that, is, that is poison. <laughs> oh, to be young again. So, you're looking to make a little bit extra money, huh? Hmm. Been sweeping chimneys all afternoon. It. Well, let's just say it. 
You sweep a, a lot of chimneys all over town, don't you? He says, interrupting you. Mm-hmm. Wherever they're... Wherever they need sweeping. Well, only a certain sort of people have chimneys, lots of them, that need sweeping and can afford to pay. Uh, Fair enough. I take another sip of the, of the drink. <coughs> you ever... Yeah, I guess so. You ever sweep Lord Grantham's establishment? His uh, home. He looks at you knowing, like he knows that you do, and he. This is almost the rhetorical question. Do, oh, you're cutting out a little bit. Oh, it, he, he gives yeah. you that knowing Lord look. Grant, would I? Would I know? Yeah. Would I? Do I know who Lord Grantham is? Yeah, he's one of the houses that you sweep. He's a. You suppose he's an important person in the city? After all, his name is Lord. Grantham, he's some level of noble, but you don't know any details about him personally, other than what you've seen around his house. Yeah, what would I have seen that would, like, would I know his sigil or something, or like his, like, could I describe the house? Yeah. I'm just thinking how uh, uh, You how can go ahead and make up any here. of these details that you'd like, um, to give you something, you know. But what is the sigil of mm-hmm. Lord Grantham's house? He's Yeah, his is the it's the the manor with the the red bricks and the ivy, right? It's got the big got the big boar on a on a canvas waving around and out front. The Jimmy nods up and down and goes, "That's that's him exactly." Uh, you you sweep his place regularly? Hmm, every month or three. Well, are you suggesting his chimneys need sweeping? I guess I ain't been there in a little while. Well, you just do what you do. He does always tip. But next time you sweep his chimneys, I want you to pay special attention to his house. Uh... I want you to look and examine every little detail. And whenever you're done sweeping his chimney, you come on back here, Lazy Leopard. You find me, Jimmy, and you draw on a piece of paper that I'll provide for you uh, the inside of his house, what it looks like, where the doors are, where the windows are, where the servants' quarters are. There's anything important to how many butlers he has. Does he have any... Uh, soldiers inside the house. You come and you give Jimmy all the little details. I narrow my eyes at him. Mm-hmm. How's that I... for you? I don't think I'll be a chimney sweep long if I go giving out my customers uh, information like this. Uh, You won't need to be a chimney sweep for long. How does 200 copper sound for a map of the inside of his house? That's uh, a mite more than you would get paid, huh? Hmm. 
Sorry, did he, you're kind of cutting out. Oh, right here. Yeah. How does 200 number? copper sound for a job like that? Sorry, can you say that again? 200 copper. <laughs> oh my god. Can I change any settings? No. Uh, how does yeah, 200 yeah. copper sound for a job like that? Yeah. It's a mite more than you would normally get paid. 200 copper sounds perfect. Where'd you come up with that figure? Seems like the sort of work that a young boy like you ought to be paid for your for your hard work. Well, Jimmy, I'll be seeing ya. Uh, don't forget it to finish your drink before you go, kid. I look down at it. <clears throat> uh, it'll put hair on your chest. Don't complain. Ew, hair. And I like <laughs> slip out under the table and uh, out towards the front door. All right. Uh, you get out to the front door, back into the big, busy streets of I, your like, town. Circle around the alley, pick up my uh, my sweeping supplies. And... Around the alley, and your sweeping supplies are gone. Oh shit! I like look around. There's clear. There's like out? a big sooty spot on the wall where you had rested the the broom, but. The broom itself, and your buckets, and your your shovel, your little um, dust pans, and your your little sweepers are—they're just all gone. I like in a panic knock on that back door. There's no answer. I knock again. The door opens. The big guy steps forward now and says, "Hey, I told you to scram last time. What'd you do with my What'd you do with my shit?" Uh, he aims a swing for your face with his big meaty hand. All right. Rhymes. Um, um, if I'm expecting this, I can probably apply tumbling. If it was a surprise, no. Let's see. Uh, why don't you roll a d10 to see if you are surprised? Surprised on a one, two, or three. Ooh. Ooh. Surprised. So, so no, no, not even dex check. Not even yeah. dex. A 12 is a hit then against little Mary. Ah, sucker um, punched a kid. <laughs> yeah, he sends you like tumbling into the alleyway. Ah, and then comes to stand forward a little bit, puts his hands on his hips and says, let that be a lesson to you. And heads back and slams the door shut. Did I like, could I glimpse in the door and see if he pulled my shit in there? I don't think he would have, but I do try to look and see. Give me a perception check. See if you can spot it. No, no, no. I'm I'm reeling from that blow. What the, what the hell, man? Sucker punched a kid like that? <laughs> All right, so now you're standing in this alley. Your street yeah. sweeping, or your, your chimney sweeping gear is gone. I look, I'm, money. I'm gonna look around. I guess I'll run to the other end of the alley. Like, I look down the streets. I was only in there a couple of minutes. It's like, can I see anyone with, with my sweeps? No, it's a busy street. It's a busy city. They're gone. They're they're just gone. Well, I don't, certainly don't give up that quickly. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if they're gone, they're gone. But I will spend a couple of hours looking for them. So I'll ask people nearby. Wait, did you see a chimney sweep walk by? 
and uh, sweep some buckets. People generally you there, ignore you. You see a chimney sweep right by. You're lost. Canvas the area. Ask around. Um, you you are getting disregarded as a, a lower class person who's covered in soot, asking questions that nobody wants to answer or gives a shit about. I think you're probably feeling very put out. Um, it's just clearly like a social class thing because yeah. these people are happy to talk to anyone else, but the, the dirty little chimney sweep kid, no one wants mm-hmm. to talk to you. No one has any respect for someone of your social standing. Yeah. Um, so I run around. I, I spend a few hours, I think, looking. Hmm. And yeah, I'm trying to see if I spot anyone who's got uh, got sweep got my sweeps. You do spot a pair of chimney sweeps talking and walking down the street, but it looks like it's that's their own gear. It's not mine. Um, it's probably hard to tell it apart, but there's two of them and they're both geared up. So, hmm. I, I, I mean, if uh, can I try and determine if that's, I mean I should be able to tell if it's my bucket, right? If it's my yeah, I guess you're pretty intimately familiar with your bucket. Yeah. Um, shot here. Yeah, it's you can walk up kind of close behind them and shadow them for a moment, and it's clear it's not your bucket. This one has a red lion painted on the back side of it. Or they both have red lions painted on the back side of them, I should say. What's your father gonna say when you show up at back home with your gear gone? I'm in a, I'm in for a, for a whooping. Uh, how much does it cost I, to replace your chimney sweep gear? I don't know. I look at the coins that I've got. I think I've got like six copper. Mm-hmm. It's probably more than that. So I spend a couple hours looking. And then I think I will probably slink back, back home, empty-handed. All right. You make your way out of the city, and you make your way back to Av- Avalanche, right? That's what it's called? No, uh, Rock Slide. Yeah, Rock Slide. You make your way back to Rock Slide. Back to your your home, you find your father in bed, passed out. Mm -hmm. Uh, The pillow next to his face has some bloody splotches on it. I put the copper that I made wherever I would put it. I don't know if we have a little dish. It's like a little jar. Yeah, I put it in a jar. And I don't wake him, I let him sleep. Um. I'll rest for a little bit, um, but I think I'm going to try and leave early enough the next morning that he wouldn't notice that the stuff is gone. Mm, okay. Right, so I come in late and I try and wake up before him and slip out. Sure. That can be fair. He has his own set of gear as well, right? You mm-hmm. both... Yeah. Um, yeah. Is, is this the normal thing that you guys work independently together, or do you guys normally function as a team? And like... Um... I think it could go either way. Um, I, if it's just smaller places, I don't think it's out of the question for us to be working independently. But we would typically walk into town together. So I think it would be unusual for me to leave before he's up. But, you know, we just did yesterday have a talk about me needing to pull more weight. Mm-hmm. His illness, blah, blah, blah. I don't think he would be total. I don't know. 
It would be it would be new and different, but I don't know that his. But mind it would wouldn't be jump. inappropriate. Kind of yeah. approach this territory. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it would probably be the first time that I would have walked into the city to work <laughs> on my own. But uh, yeah, my Mari's hoping at least that he'll assume that I'm just like setting off to uh, to get to work. Okay. Where are you going in the city while you're on your way yeah, walking there? Yeah, so this is the next day. We don't have enough uh, enough extra sweep gear that I could just like grab some and it'd be fine. Like it would no, be basically his his kit. Your kit and his kit, and that's it. Um. I think I think I'm just gonna head back into the city and try and find. Uh, uh, I mean, wander around looking for my gear. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I can make make some off some rolls on the off chance I roll a twenty. But sure. I, I'm not expecting to find it. And then I we may just I may just just do something that night. Am I able to get into the city? Slip into the city with some like peasants walking in or something? Um, you come to the 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 gate guard. You recognize mm-hmm. this guardsman as a, a woman that goes by the name uh, Bonnie. Mm-hmm. She takes a look at you and goes, what do you want? What are you coming in town for? Um, uh, chimney sweep. Chimney sweep chimney without a sweep? It, uh... Where's your stuff? Where are the tools of your trade, kid? Uh, I look sad for a second and then I like buck up. Uh, it's in, inside. Left it with a friend last night. Beats carrying it all the way to Rockslide. Rockslide, huh? Just says, even though she's probably interviewed you a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Go on in. Whatever. And you find yourself back in the the big city. All right, and I think I waste the day wandering around everywhere I could think to look for someone who might have flinched my gear. Well, I don't think there's any hope of you finding your gear in a city the day after. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think even a natural 20 on any roll would would permit that. Maybe two natural 20s back to back. Um, but it's a, a kind of a desperate, wasted day. Do you try to maybe find a spot where you can run into your dad at some point? Do you try to avoid him? My dad? Yeah, yeah. I would try to avoid him. Okay. I don't think there's any problem in avoiding his path. You more or less know the places that he works. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a busy place. Even if you guys went to the same building around the same time, you probably wouldn't even see each other unless you stood out in front of the building waiting for one another. Yeah. Um, it's, it is the capital city. It's a, a busy, busy place. And I think uh, once it's dark, I'm going to head to Lord... Uh, what's his name? Manor. Grantham. Grantham. Lord Grantham's Manor. The old, the old boar. Without my gear, I wait till dark, and I head up there to case the joint. Okay. 
Uh, Although I don't know that uh, I don't know that young Mari has that sort of lingo yet. You arrive at Lord Grantham's Manor in the night. Um, is it a walled manor house, or is it just like a a house? No, it's a a three story stone building. There's a, a small walkway that leads up to the three-story stone building. There's a small garden out front, hold, maybe. Can you hold on just a sec? Pause. Let, let the interwebs stabilize. I don't know if this is on my end or what. Oop. Froze. Uh-oh. I mean, we're still, we're still there. You're just, like, dropping... Yeah. Or is the stream still going out okay? The the stream is fine. I just the the Zoom call is having some troubles. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how is it now? It's okay. I mean, it's hard to tell. Like it stays connected and then occasionally. Sure. You know what? Why don't we just go to a break right now? Audio. And when we come back from a break, we will uh, explore Lord Grantham's house. So see you guys on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. Uh, This is the Grimes prequel, of course. And Grimes, you have found yourself at Lord Grantham's estate at night. Yes. Without your chimney sweep gear. Young Mari approaches Lord Grantham's estate. Uh, we were just getting the description as things were cutting out. I believe you said it was a three-story yes, building. Yes, it's a three-story brick building covered with ivy. There's a, a little sigil that runs down one of those like long banners that hangs out um, over the front door that has a large boar on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there a gate or a wall or anything around it? You said there's a small path leading from the street to the right. So the building itself is maybe sixty feet wide, and then there's like a a fence that comes out fifteen feet away from the main building, and the fence comes all the way to the the street, Um, and it kind of creates these two little gardens on either side of the walkway that runs to the front door. So it's like two separate fenced off regions with um you know a, a door on either side or a gate. Um, on either side of the path. So you can, like, step out the front door and then go left or right into one of these gardens. Um, mm-hmm. Or the, straight to the street? Or straight to the street, right. Okay. Um, the gardens are... Th- this gate is like a, a raw iron gate, except it's made out of bronze instead of iron, but it's that same sort of, like, you know, square pikes with a, a little pointy thingy at the end of it um, mm-hmm. all held is, together. Is there any doorman or anything like that? Not at this time. Not at this there hour. Maybe during the day, though. During the day, there's normally uh, a person on the inside. Okay. I'm going to look up and down the street to see if there's anyone out and about. It's pretty quiet. There are some people moving about, but they're like the the street urchins. They're the the homeless people of the city. They're just kind of, they're always around. My type. Yeah, maybe when they're not when they turn their heads for a second, or when I think they've turned their heads for a second, I'm going to slip up the garden path. All right. Towards the front door. Easy peasy. And and I'm actually, I think I'll hop to one side of the garden or the other. Where are the chimneys? Spilling on it, left or right side? There are... There are six different fireplaces um, in this building. 
and they've got a complex network of chimneys that, so all the chimneys are on the, the east side of the building. All the fireplaces okay. are on the east side of the building. Um, but they, they kind of come in these complicated patterns so that all the chimneys come out together on the top, but then they come down and siphon out. And this is one of the more complicated places to sweep because it's not just a straight shot up, it's like up and then angled and then up again. So you need to like get it from below and get it from above and then use this special tool to get that bendy part. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I'll jump into the east garden. You're gonna have to climb the fence with the spikes on a lot top. of climbing checks, aren't I? I, we should, I guess, figure out Grimes' climb skill at this point. Sure. Or um, just, or just roll a dex, roll dex checks. Uh, so climbing is half, it's dex plus strength divided by two is your base climb. Right? Yeah. Um, and then Grimes in Frozen Frontier has like plus 25 total or yeah, something Yeah, like he that, started right? with like plus 21, plus 23. Two, even at level one or whatever. Okay. Um, but, so, uh, what is the average of your strength and dex? And he does have a mountaineering proficiency. Uh, they're both 16. I think for for young Mari, strength is probably more like 13 or 14. So, you can right. say maybe average is 15, something like so, that. So, yeah, you're, let's say the average is 15. Uh, you do climb up ladders and buildings a lot, uh, but you've never, maybe you do some hiking with your dad. So, let's give you yeah. another plus five on top of whatever your average is. Okay, so 20. So I, I do have a mountaineering proficiency or whatever. We, we do yeah. climb the mountain on the weekends. So I guess yeah. it'll be a 20, which is about, I mean, so basically we penalize strength, but otherwise it's more or less. Because mm-hmm. you started with Although, a 21, you said? I think at level one, it was, or at level one, it was a 21 maybe. And then I advanced it to 22 or it was 22 and I advanced to 23. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. We'll go with, we'll go with 20. Sure. Um, so make me yeah. a. So I'm just fine hopping over oh, the. You did. Perfect. Hopping over the garden fence. Um, yeah. I think you, there will be a lot of climbing checks, though. You you pick your way over the garden fence, no problem. Uh, there's a small little door leading from this little garden inside the building. You've mm-hmm. seen the room that this leads into before. It's like a little parlor, um, kind of like a sitting room slash painting room that the Lord Grantham's third youngest daughter, I guess, third daughter, his youngest mm-hmm. daughter, who is his third daughter, uh, paints and takes care of the room. All right. Um, I guess I'll check that door on the off chance. I mean, my original plan was gonna be to scale the outside of the chimney, but. Right. The door is indeed locked. All right, I think rather than fuss with the lock, I'm just gonna scale the outside of the building. Okay. Um, Pull my cap on tight, look up, and try and find some gaps in the brickwork. Okay, so this is a maintained brick wall. So mm-hmm. you're going to have a, a minus six to your climbing check on it. Um, okay. It is overgrown, though, with some ivy, but it doesn't reach all the way up, so we'll give you a plus two for that. Okay. And so there's no overhang or slope. It's not slippery. You're not wounded. You're not encumbered. So, yeah. You're at minus four, plus 20, so d20 plus 16. If you'd like to climb slowly, you can get a plus Doesn't two to that, I, but it'll... I already rolled it. Okay. There you <laughs> go. I might have done that in hindsight, but we'll be now. All right, no problem. Easy peasy. Three scales the side of this brick chimney, working mm-hmm. his fingers in between the bricks. And I climb, I think, all the way to the, 
to the very top, to the roof of the building. You get to the roof of the building. Here you are. Right. And so there's just one main chimney. There's um, like um, a, a rec- brick rectangular structure that sits out of the the roof. And out of this yeah. structure all are the like chimneys six different chimneys. There's six mm-hmm. little independent chimneys that come out through this main super chimney, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. They each have their own piping. Okay. Um, that way you can easily access each individual one. Um, however, these oh, chimneys so... are not that big. They're, they're probably too small for you to fit through. Oh, really? I was, um, I was, that's what I was thinking I was going to do is slip on down, but maybe it's... Well, you're, you're looking at these. They're not super big. You've never tried to fit down a chimney before. Really? Is that not what chimney sweeps do? Uh, you might have tried, like, thought about it, but your dad's always mm-hmm. told you the chimney sweep that gets in the chimney gets stuck and dies. Don't do it, son. <laughs> it's not worth. It's not worth a couple of copper pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but here you are looking at it. It's a tight squeeze down here. This is, so there's there's more than there's six individual chimneys. Yeah, there's six individual chimneys, but they're all clustered together in this one like brick that comes out. Mm-hmm. And you know if you go down here, you are just going to be covered head to toe. I don't know that that thought is crossing my mind. I think right now I'm trying to measure it out and see if I could fit. How are you going to do it? Are you going to go head first or feet first? That's the big question. That is the big question. I think feet first to check and see if I could fit down one of these these chimneys. All right. Uh, You squeeze yourself in and your hips feel tight, but, you know, you can wiggle your way down. As long as the chimney doesn't narrow, you can probably do this. Can I feel with my feet and see if it narrows? It doesn't narrow appreciably from where you're standing. I, I like, loosen my belt and, like, pull it up to my waist or whatever so that Mm -hmm. it's, like, so that my hip, you know, so the belt is over my waist and my hips reducing the... Slightly wider, yeah, 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 so the belt doesn't get caught. And I think I'm going to lower myself feet right. first and just wiggle in, wiggle down this chimney, uh, stopping so, hopefully just before I stick my feet out to listen. So we're going to make a dex check for you. Uh, if you pass the dex check, you make it down the chimney. If you fail the dex check, you get stuck. <laughs> and... Ooh, close ooh. call. <laughs> you wiggle down the chimney, um... You have a hard time. Well, actually, give me a con check to see if you can not cough when you're like, because you're coming down, so all the soot is being pushed up right around your face where you're trying to breathe. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see if you can keep it quiet while making down. No problem. I don't got the black young black lung yet. Right. You squirm your way through. The ash helps to act as a lubricant for you, so mm-hmm. you slip on down and flop all the way out before being able to stop yourself. Um, you're on the the bottom floor. Mm-hmm. This chimney was the one all the way down to the base floor. Whoops. Oh. Uh, oh. Is this the parlor that I was? This is this... the not that parlor. This is a, a the the other ground floor sitting room. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of sitting rooms here. This is the large parlor, the, the right. family room one might call it. Uh, there are animal heads mounted on the walls all over the place. There's a, a bookshelf. There are nice, comfortable sitting chairs and the, the trappings of a lavish lifestyle. Mm. 
I look around, suddenly not so sure how I'm supposed to (laughs) scout out this manor, but I'll do my best noting anything of value. Is there anything of value in this room? Yeah, definitely. Not like easy to slip in your pocket value. Like, you know, there's these red drapes that are made out of crushed velvet. Those are probably pretty pricey, you know? And there's Mm -hmm. this, these nice crystal um, vessels that hold all this alcohol. And those are probably worth a a fair penny each, not to mention their contents are probably pretty nice. And, Mm. oh yeah, over there, there's like a wine bottle that got left out. Somebody's a lazy servant, but that wine bottle is probably worth a, you know, a few hundred copper. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's all these like big bulky items. Yeah. All right. So I... Sort of making I'm on the east wall of the building, right? Yeah. So I start doing my best to map it out in my head. I poke my head out of the parlor door. Out of the is there a door? Or is it just like an open like a portal? There are multiple doors. You've walked through the house before because you chimney sweep inside, so you kind of have an idea of how to get around. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but the, the exact details are still fuzzy. I think I take I pause to take my boots off and like string them together. Mm-hmm. and like secure them to my waist but so that I'm not like tracking footprints all through the house I may, there may be like sprinklings of ash where I right. go right but... just whatever rains down off of you yeah and I'm hopefully a little quieter okay. you know tiptoeing with bare feet alright so what is your plan uh, to scout out the, the manor room Look by around. room if I can um, are, do, I, do I see any guards do I hear no, guards? That's quiet. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, too can... quiet. Like, you know, you're going to be making the only noises in the house quiet. Hmm. Odd. Uh, can I see the front door from the parlor, or at least like down around the corner from the parlor? Um, yeah, you know where it is. It's just through that door and to the right. So that's what I'll, that's where I'll scout to first. Like, sure. get... Yeah, I'll go to the front door. Yeah, you find yourself at the front door. Um, It's held in place by like a a deadbolt lock. Mm -hmm. Is there like there's a chair next to it where someone would sit? uh, No, no, they stand. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a a little coat rack and a hat rack and place for umbrellas and stuff. There's no umbrellas. Umbrellas weren't invented or (laughs) in wide use until the 1800s, so... Is there an alcove or something where the guard would stand, or is there, they would just stand behind the door? He would just stand right next to the door. Uh, there's like a little peephole thing where he can look through to make sure to open the door for people as they arrive. Okay. I'm going to look around that area and see if there's like a guard's room or like where, you know, somewhere they would keep like weapons and arms for for whoever's standing guard, if that's even a thing. I kinda, yeah. I don't know if I know enough about this house to have remembered this, or you know, I'm gonna look around and see if they. Sure. Give me, like give me a, a perception barracks. check, a searching check, or okay. yeah. an armory or whatever. No. Mm, you I can't, can't, find, I can't it. find it. It's got to mm-hmm. be hidden if there's weapons lying around. Okay. All right, and then I'm gonna make my way to the stairs if I'm fairly comfortable with the layout of this first floor. Yeah. You know, the kitchen's down here on the first floor. There's a couple of parlors. Um, you do know that the servants' quarters are... Actually, those are all the way upstairs. Yeah. Okay. They're in the attic. Okay. So. All right. You, I head up to the second floor. Tone as I go. Moving as silently as possible. I would like you to make me a move silently check. 
think for that this, bit. we're just going to use your, your base stat skills. Okay. Um, move silently so, is half your dex. Okay, so half of 16 is 8. Ooh, 11. I think I step on a creaky stair on my way up. Definitely. But hopefully everyone's asleep and it doesn't matter anyways. <laughs> um, you, you definitely step on some creaky stuff as you climb the staircase. And mm-hmm. uh, you can hear the sounds of flint and tinder striking together as if someone's trying to get something lit. Do I know where the nearest fireplace is? Like with, with everyone that I could run to on the second floor? Uh, yeah, down at the end of this hallway is uh, another room with fireplace. It's the library. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make like a quiet like scamper to the library. You scamper to the library. The door to it is shut, but you can open it and slip inside. As you do so, yeah. though, you the the hallway that you came through is illuminated by someone stepping out with a candle. I shut the door like as quietly as I can behind me. Uh, hopefully no one saw me slip in. And then I go to the fireplace. And you I think can, I like hide myself in the fireplace. So like I'll you like can back hear in the, and like scurry back up. You, you hear the padding of footsteps and the creaking open of the library door. Um, someone starts walking around. Give me got, a yeah. climbing check to see if you can like hold oh, yeah. yourself in the chimney without being spotted. I roll a one. Natural one. Oh. <laughs> I, I think I drop I think is what happens, right? Like I get freaked out by uh, by, the sky, by the guy like searching around the line. Maybe he comes right up to the fireplace and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And I... You, you just I, slip. You, your grip slips. You fall. You tumble in the, the fireplace and immediately I literally the person... Do, I literally do tumble. So I, I'm going to oh, roll a dex check to avoid taking damage. Actually, sure. if it's less than 10 feet, I don't even need to make a check. It's right? less than 10 feet, yeah. You'll be fine. Or no, if it's less than 10 feet, if I pass, I don't take any damage if I... Right? Is that how tumbling I think works? if it's... No, normally if it's less than 10 feet, you don't take damage anyway. You have to fall more than 10 okay. feet to take damage. All right, sure. But if it... Okay. Yeah. But if it, I think if it is 10 feet, if it's just a D6 and a, a successful tumbling check eliminates all damage. Right. But I, I guess think it eliminates all damage up to like 20 feet and then it's half damage or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it doesn't matter anyways. So I drop to the the, first floor parlor, I think. The servant starts calling out, and it's it's pretty quickly. Like, as soon as the servant starts shouting, the doors in the other hallway start opening, and people start showing up. So I'm on this first floor parlor. Second floor parlor. Second, I was on the second floor library, and then I dropped down the chimney to the first floor, probably to the first room that I was in, right? Oh, I see what you were saying. Okay, I think we need to rewind for a moment here. Um, Okay, well... Because well, how are you interpreting that failed climbing check? I'm so I, I'm going to draw a fireplace real quick on the map. Sure. Um, oh, you mean I, you thought I dropped like to the fireplace? Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. So I thought I got the impression that, that you had me... hid like up in this section, like mm-hmm. just bracing yeah. yourself, and then you just fall right in front of this guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. We, so we made it run. I thought I was falling down down to the first floor. No, 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 no. Because the, okay. the first floor chimney doesn't even connect until like you get much higher up. You okay. Know, like a, they're a series of tubes, like the internet. And they connect in different places. <laughs> All right. In that case, I think I would try to silence the servant. What the hell are you doing here, is kid? Is it actually is it actually a, a servant servant? It's or definitely it's a not? servant servant. 
Yeah. So it's not it's not like the Lord of the House. Or no, it's not the Lord of the House. It's just one of the servants who starts shouting and clamoring, and the doors in the other hallway start opening up, and people start coming out. And what yeah. what what does what does Mary Mari do? I think I'm getting out of here. I'm How do you gonna, get out of here? Is there, is there a window in the library? It's on the second floor. Yeah, but there, there there's a window on the second floor. Yeah, I I throw open the window. All right, uh, I'm gonna ask you to roll out. me initiative versus the the servant, and we'll yeah. just play this out. Servant gets a six total. Ooh, I get an eight. Ooh, so the servant comes and makes a grab for you with a oh. natural 16. I think that bypasses your decks and everything. Um, so my dex is plus two, but if I'm tumbling, I think I can get it plus four on top of that. But, but then, that's still but a that's, hit. So it's still, I think it's still, I think he still gets yeah. hands on me. So the, the servant comes and grabs you by the back collar uh, and I'm says, you're not window. going anywhere. Oppose strength checks. Sure. Uh, I need to roll the servant's strength. What were we saying my strength is 14, 14. 13? I think, so. we're, I think we're saying it's 14. Okay. Uh, they get a 9, 10, 11, and 14 is a 25. Ooh, not enough. I'm like struggling against no, the servant. He's got you by the collar and very soon. Let me go. I'll, I'll buddy shank you. <laughs> Give him a. <laughs> I think I. Yeah. So that was his move, right? Like I get the opposed strength check when he grabs me, right? Uh, you get the strength check on your turn if you try and break out, because all he's doing is getting a hold of you. He's okay. not dragging you anywhere. He's just holding you in place. Okay, so then I try to escape. On your turn. That's yeah. the only thing I can get on that turn. Right. So you, mm -hmm. you try and wrestle out of his grip, but it's it's no good. The other mm -hmm. servants show up, and I think your hopes of escaping drop to zero. Um, there's people um, around. They're there within a, They're up and there within a minute. Yeah, there, there's a servant calling about an intruder, so people just hop out of bed and run to see what's going on. Um, I don't get another shot to escape. Oh, the next round, you could try. Yeah, right, the next like, round, the, the the next round will be, the, there's only me and this guy. Like the yeah. next round is when people start showing up, right? I don't think we drop out of initiative quite yet, do we? Okay, let's let's keep going with the initiative then. Um, yeah, these are, these are some ambitious right. servants. Uh, go. You go first. So I think I would try to do I break free again, or do break I punch again? the guy? That's up to you. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you do? Let me go. I think mechanically the best thing to do is make another post strength check, right? Sure. Not a, not a stomp on his foot. He gets another 25 total. Ooh. I, I, yeah, I, I think I stomp on his toe and wriggle free. All right, you break free of his grip, and then... and. I think I'm jumping out the window. All right, you you go yeah. for the window, but it's shut and locked, and it's it's a, a quick search to like find how to unlock it. Give me a dex check to see if you can sort it out fast enough and hop, hop the window. Just barely. Just barely. You uh, like get it open, and I do a leaping tumble. All right, make me a tumbling check to see if you can avoid taking damage. No. Smack. D6. I don't think that. Uh, yeah. 2d6 damage. It's 20 feet up. Two. Second story. Well, Isn't I guess the second story second is story, 10 feet. Right. First story yeah. window would be no damage. Second right. story window would be d6. Third story would be 2d6. Five points of damage. What is Mari's I mean, HP? We started with max, right? Right. So, so that would be eight. I, I think it'd be eight. If you'd want it to be less than eight, I can roll, but. 
Um, you are a kid. That's great. It'll still be eight. Uh, but you fall out of the building yeah. and like land with a thud on your side, <laughs> maybe even knocking the wind out of you. Yeah. Uh, the guard, you know, the, the servant looks out the window at you, starts screaming. You can hear the noises from inside as the, the building comes to life. Although there's still mm-hmm. not lights going on yet because, you know, take a while to light them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're like, you're in the garden now and maybe mm-hmm. a little bit stunned by what's happened. Just like, oh, <gasps> yeah. I like make my way to my feet. I think probably like the next, the next, like a minute later, mm-hmm. <laughs> catch my breath and make a break for the street, jumping right. the fence on the let's, way out. I guess me, I can do one. Yeah, give me another opposed initiative to see if one of the people can make it downstairs before you yeah, can get to your feet. These are some fast and efficient uh, guards. I'm pretty slow get, getting to my feet. Yeah. But I'm also on the other side of a fence from them. You're like, on they'll the walk other side out of the front door. Yeah, so someone comes running down the stairs, um, throws open the door, comes out into like the, the side street. You're in the garden themselves. They're looking, they're trying to open the garden gates, but they don't have the keys. And so they're just like holding on the other side of the bar, shouting at you. Mm-hmm. Um, I run to the street. Um, probably yeah. one last attempt, to cl- one last chance to fail a climbing check. <laughs> Give me a climbing check. They, yeah, I, so yeah, as you climb, go to climb, they like, go to move, right? Because there's that enclosed garden area with the building on one side and street on one side, alleyway, or um, entryway mm-hmm. to the house on the third so side. So they go running out to the street? Yeah. I think I climb on top of the garden wall, and I'm going to try to jump over them and make a break for it. Down the Another tumbling check? Oof. This one's successful. So I think I, like, leap over them from the garden wall, maybe do a roll and just break and do a run. You break into a run and they're they're not going to catch you. Um, you're too fast. They're not dressed properly. They're wearing like slippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and during all of this, you realize that you're, the boots that you had around your waist, <laughs> they're gone. Your shoes are gone. God knows where they are. God, there's no fingerprint lost technology. Sweep, lost my boots. Oh, already. I go running. Um, how much of the house do I think I could reproduce based on what I uh, what I saw? Maybe what I saw the previous time. That was a get, really yeah. get some of the house, not a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, here you are now, in the middle of the street at night, by yourself. <laughs> no shoes. No shoes. Where do you go? Hmm. I think after I'm clear, I slow down, catch my breath, and start walking. And I think uh, Mari takes a good long while to figure out where he's going to go. But I think the only place I have to go is the Lounging Leopard. All right. But I'm, I'm trying to decide whether I have enough to even show up there. You find your way to the Lazy Leopard. Oh, not lounging? Lazy? No, Lazy Leopard. Uh, It's the middle of the night, and yet this place is still going on. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's... Doesn't seem to be stopping. Do you go inside? Is 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 the doorman still on duty? Yep. 
He's got his arms crossed looking at you, but now it's nighttime. Mm -hmm. So all of your dirtiness is kind of much harder to see. Mm -hmm. Uh, The doorman looks at you and says, you're a little young. (laughs) Uh, I'm here to see Jimmy. Mm. He gives a shrug and nods inside. Mm -hmm. All right. I slip inside. The same covered band. in soot. I think I can even more uh, surreptitiously slink in the shadows. Yeah. It looks like the same band from yesterday, mm-hmm. and it looks like the same girls dancing from yesterday, and the same waitresses. It, hell, it looks exactly like it did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Even the people in here seem to be really similar. There's mm-hmm. Jimmy and Sanders at the same table that they were. Mm-hmm. It almost you're getting like a strong deja vu walking into this place. Even though the last time you came in here was during the day, it's just about as dingy and dimly lit. Now the the curtains are closed, but there's lanterns and candles going all over the place. All right, barefoot, I walk over to Jimmy's table. Whoa, (laughs) he says as you approach. You're a grimy fellow. I, uh, I was crawling around uh, Lord uh, Griswold's chimneys. Lord Grantham's chimneys? Lord Grantham's uh, chimneys. Where are you now? Whatever happened to the... Wait, did you say crawling through the chimneys? Can you fit down a chimney? <laughs> uh, if, um, I'm, if I'm lucky... <laughs> He gives you a, a pat on the shoulder, which just like produces plumes of ash. Mm-hmm. Boy, we're gonna have a, a good time, you and I. We're gonna do well together. I can see it already. You got a piece of paper? Oh, if you can fit down a chimney, we don't need the paper. I got hmm. something better for you, in fact. He looks you up and down, but not tonight. We need to sort them some things out. You seem you're ready to to do what it takes to, to see your father fixed, right? Even if it's some dirty work, you'd do it to save your dad. You're a good boy. I can tell that about you already. Pa's real sick, and, well, I, like, look down at my, uh, at my already filthy exterior. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what kind of dirty work? Well, Lord Grantham has been unfairly renting out some of his properties. We represent a party who has been screwed over by Lord Grantham. He's charging an arm and a leg for what you should only be charging a fingernail for. But if we can show that his prices are ridiculous and he's doing this out of spite, we can get a little bit of leverage and even the playing field here. I don't know if that means anything to you, kid, but 
In his study upstairs on the third floor, he keeps most of his legal documents. We need to see what those are so we can see how much he's charging everybody else. Does that make sense? I nod. Why so, don't you say that? Say so. Well, never know who you can trust around here. You seemed like a upstanding young boy. Didn't want to put you on the spot by asking you to do something you were uncomfortable with, but I can see, he says, kind of sweeping at you with his hand, at all the filth on you, that you're not afraid to roll up your sleeves and do the hard work. You said this Lord Grantham's a bad man, exploiting them poor folk in in his uh, apartments. How do you think he gets so rich? I see a lot of rich folk yelling at their servants like they ain't people. Mm -hmm. All right. You do this for us, and we'll welcome you to the family on some level. It's a good family to have. Always got your back, no matter what. Pa's the only family I need, I say, and moving to to go. Uh, he does the opposite. He puts an arm around your city shoulder and like tries to draw you in a little close to him. Says, well, he may be the only family you've had, but you're about to get involved in a whole big family that loves each other very much and has each other's backs. Your dad used to be part of our family too before we settled down with your ma. Shame. He's a good worker. He was a good earner. You'll be a good worker too. I'm only doing this. I'm only doing this for my pause medicine. When should I go back to Lord Grantham's? Well, whenever you think you can get away with it. But if someone finds you, you keep your mouth shut. You know what a rat is? Rat someone who spills information that they ain't supposed to be spilling. Rat someone who talks when they should keep silent. You know what we do with rats, right? Feed them to the hounds. Sick the dogs on them. Rip them to shreds. I ain't no rat. Spread disease. Good. Good. Well then, whenever you feel up to it, you go up in that desk Grab some documents. Grab all the documents you can, actually. Uh, you want to look for something with a uh, a stamp of a, a castle on it with three towers. Two on the sides, one in the middle. Should be in black ink. Hmm. That's towers. the document we're looking for. You can't find that one. You grab everything you can. We'll sort it out later. Three towers. Got it. Uh, he reaches around and pulls out a silver coin and presses it into your palm. That's for this. You, eyes, you see the job done. You see the job done. See the job done. And uh, well, we can do well more than that. Eyes going wide, looking at the silver. I don't know that I've ever been paid in silver before. Your dad might have been paid in silver if you like, did a big house that had a lot of chimneys. Yeah. They might, instead of giving you like 15 copper, they might give you a silver and a few copper or whatever, but 
Yeah, the first that time would probably you the kind of job. Paid. Yeah, so that'd be the kind of job we'd do together, and mm-hmm. they would have always paid my dad. So I look yeah. at this shiny silver piece, glittering against the black my black palm. All right, I close my jaw and I give Jimmy a nod and slip out towards the door. Right. He sees you go, and uh, once again you're in the city at night. Now, you know from experience that, whoops, that's the wrong button, that the city generally closes its gates when the sun goes down and doesn't open them again until the next morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just a safety thing. You know, no one in or out after dark. No question. Just blanketly. Um, Is there somewhere I could uh, climb the walls without being spotted by a guard? Yeah. The walls of the city are large. And they are manned, but you can't have somebody on every spot of the wall at all times. It's just not economical. So the guards patrol back and forth, um, and mostly they're looking outside, making sure no one comes in. Uh, Mm -hmm. To climb the wall is pretty easy. There's staircases all over the place, and then to hop down and slide off the other side is doable. Mm -hmm. Um, You might get spotted, but you'd be on the other side and out, so... Yeah. It's kind of dangerous, risky. You get caught, you're going to get questioned. Might even spend some time in jail. Been gone all yeah. day. Your pa hasn't yeah. seen you in more than 24 hours. Yeah, I head to the western wall of the of the city mm-hmm. and wait for maybe for a guard to pass. They do. And then I'll scurry up a staircase to the top. All right. The walls of Wickthron Rorenta are 30 feet tall. A long drop to the other side. Could kill me. Could kill you. I ain't got a... I don't have any rope. I might have been smart. I also don't have any cash. Well, I do have that silver coin. You can't buy anything in the middle of the night. Everything's closed. What are you going to do? All right, I'm gonna go for a climb. All right, Grimes. So I pull myself over to the parapet and lower myself hand over hand, foot over foot. Any bonuses or penalties? This is a stone wall. It's not super maintained, so I'm gonna give you, but it's slightly maintained. So I'll give you like a penalty of two for that. It's not overgrown or slippery. Um, So if you climb slowly, you can uh, get a plus to your climb check, but then you'll mm-hmm. be moving at like half speed. Um, my base, so I think even without even moving quickly, my there's no penalties, right? Right. I basically just don't need just need to not roll a one again. Yeah, probably. Oh, we're fine. Yeah, you make your way down the wall easily, and uh, head back to Rock Slide, mm-hmm. which you find yourself in that night. It's late. It's real late. But as you approach your house, you can see a light on in it. I slip in. Or I uh, guess I open the door. There's your father. He turns the moment... Covering crime with no boots. <laughs> <laughs> the moment you, you open the door, he's looking at you. Um, mm-hmm. And he moves towards you with wide open arms. He goes, oh god, you hadn't shown up for days. I, I was worried something happened to you, son. Gives you a big it's, hug. It's all, it's all right, Pa. I was, uh, I was working in the city today. 
Where's your stuff? Where, where are your shoes? Your tools? <laughs> uh, I, I left them with a friend. I, I figured save me having to... Uh, you, uh, you remember... Do I have any friends? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Son? I, you know, you know Jimbo, right? In the... In the, um... I know any what parts of the city in the. I mean, you can make up whatever you want, but <laughs> your dad's not buying it. Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Son, from, what's uh... going on? Why are Nothing. you so was... filthy? Where are your shoes? I can understand I was... if you left your your tools with someone. Maybe. I mean, they're the tools of your trade, so I'm gonna give you a whooping for leaving them with somebody else when you should be keeping your eye on them yourself. But where are your boots, son? It, I left Jimbo's after dark. Uh, it's easier to climb the wall with no shoes. I pull out the silver coin and, and put it in, put it in the dish. He's about to admonish you for climbing the castle walls when you pull out mm-hmm. the silver coin and he pauses I was, and goes, "Where?" I I sweeped. A, I cleaned the whole. Uh, uh, what was that guy? Why do I keep forgetting Yeah, I sweep the whole Grantham Manor by myself. Did you now? Mm-hmm. That's a six-chimney building. They should be paying I... you 12 copper for that. Minimum. They screwed you, son. Screwed you. Huh. If that's two copper we're not going to be able to earn this month. And I never oh, was God. good with math. It's okay. I'll work twice as hard tomorrow, Pa. Where are your boots? <laughs> you don't leave your boot. <sighs> Come on. Get some. Get some. Get some rest, Pa. He starts coughing. He's, the he stress of this encounter <laughs> is is frustrating him, and, and you know it's making his health worse. Uh, as he tucks himself into bed, he's yelling at you for. You're you're chimney sweep. You you can't leave your tools with anyone, not even your friends. What if something happens to them? You want all that weight? You want to you know to put your livelihood in your friends' hands just for making it a little easier to come back home at night? It's he, he's giving you a talking to, but at the same time he's collapsing into bed because he's. Not you're doing you're too right, well. Pa. You're right. I was should have known better. I guess I should have. Guess I guess I still need you after all. So wise, Pa. I help him into bed. <laughs> um, yeah, he cops himself to sleep. Somehow. And uh, I think that is going to wrap us up for yeah. this session of Frozen Frontier. Um, seeing how little Mary, Maria, Mari, 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 little Mari has maybe gotten his nickname. Yeah. He's gotten into the line least, of work that he's in these days. At least gotten his grimy toes in the door of the the family. Family. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Huh. All right. I was thinking this would be the only little Mari episode, but uh maybe uh, more heists are to come. I, I think know. there are there's more backstory to play out eventually. I think we'll probably be rotating through different people, so hopefully we'll get two or three episodes of backstory with each person. 
see what comes up, but uh, we'll run through everybody else next. Yeah, I think next week I will be away, so we'll be getting a, a Kel William episode. Yes, that's going to be next weekend, Sunday at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. I have no idea what we're going to do for that. I haven't heard Nick's plan for that yet. Yeah, but so, maybe a little more exciting than... Uh, or a, di- a different kind of exciting different than sneaking around the city. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well. Well then. Anything, uh, anything to shout out? You done, done streaming for the day? Get your weekend started? Uh, no, I'm going to do a little bit more. We're going to do a little XCOM for a while. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was out of town for a week last week or a couple weeks ago. And I'm going to be out of town driving to Boulder and setting up there for a couple of weeks. So we're going to get in some extra streaming time because I'll be missing some. So uh, if you stick around, we're going to be doing some long war. But I got to go make breakfast, uh, lunch first. So stream cool, will be cool. back in like 15, 20 minutes. Cool, cool. Well then. I- yeah, we'll see you guys. I guess Tuesday for Dicing with Death, right? We'll, we'll squeeze something in there. Yeah, Tuesday at I'll... two for Dicing with Death, and then yeah, it clicks after that. All right, guys, it's been fun. See you later. Cheerio.